Well, hello there. It is Angela here, and I have a really good episode that I've prepared for you today. I want to talk about why. Have you ever been in the presence of a three-year-old, maybe your daughter, your son, your niece, your nephew, someone you've seen in the grocery store? They ask their parents a question, and they don't get the answer that they want or the answer that satisfies them. The immediate response of the toddler is, why? 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 Welcome to PBNJ, the Purpose, Balance, and Jesus podcast. I am your host, Angela Tezano. On the show, I'll walk you through your busy days and guide you to fulfill your purpose and balance your seven target life areas. Join me for today's episode, Answering Your Why, the key to overcoming overwhelm. Coming up next. So in the preview of today's show, I gave you an example of the toddler who's always asking why, 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 why. And uh, that is so typical of a toddler. But I think we as adults should kind of take the cue of that toddler and really answer the why in our lives. Not why things go wrong, not why things had to happen, but why am I here? And when you center around the why you are here in life, it is so much easier to overcome overwhelm. So we have all been there, right? feeling so overworked and so overwhelmed and so off-center, just total distraction because there is a lot going on. I like to describe it as a drive-through lifestyle. So I want you to picture this. I want you to picture first you scheduling a nice dinner at a really fancy, smancy restaurant. I mean, there's a mater d. When you drive up, your car is being parked for you through valet. You have on this very nice little black dress that you've been saving. Makeup is on point. You are with your guy. Honey, it is all of that. You get out. He opens your door. Wait, he opens your door, friend. And then you get out and you go to dinner. You, you're seated at this very nice table with this beautiful view of the city and the sun is setting just so perfectly. The table is wonderful. It is adorned with the best smelling flowers you have ever smelled in your life and the cutlery and the plates and the glasses. Everything is just top notch and you are seated and you're looking and gazing into your guy's eyes and it's just the best day ever, right? All of these different occurrences that's happening on this special date night or dinner night is memorable, right? It is special. It is something that you remember. But a lot of times we live in this drive-through lifestyle situation. And I want you to think of another scenario that's totally on the opposite end of the spectrum. Spectrum. So you are late for a meeting. You Pop into the Chick-fil-A line. You order something real quick. It's not even what you wanted, but you know you can eat it fast. You're on your phone testing, texting everybody that you're running a little bit late. Um, people behind you are blowing because now you're in their way. You get to the window. You pay. And uh, they give you your food through the drive-thru. And you're woofing it down 
on your way to the meeting. Now, I want you to think about the dinner and the black dress and everything is just so wonderfully perfect. And it's a night that you're never going to forget. And then I want you to think about wolfing down your, your Chick-fil-A French fries and, 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 and trying to get the sauce, but you can't even get the sauce open because everything is just not working for you. So that is kind of the dynamic that our life looks like sometimes. Now, the drive-through lifestyle mentality, it brings a lot of distraction and a lot of overwhelmingness and a lot of being off-centered in your day because all of the things that has to go on, the only reason you ran through the drive-through line because you were on the way to the meeting, because you were late and because you, all of that is the reason why you're feeling so overworked and overwhelmed and off-centered. So much distraction going on is because the drive-through lifestyle is kind of how you may be approaching your life. And uh, I know that there is a better way. And that's what I'm here to talk to you about today. How to overcome feeling overworked, overwhelmed, distracted all of the time. And the key answer is back to that little toddler who asked the right questions. See, I know it may be annoying to hear a toddler in the store say, but why, but why, but why, but why? I know that that's annoying, but the toddler is on the right track because the why is the key. When you are feeling overworked, overwhelmed, out of time, off-centered, totally distracted in your life, the best way to center back to the nice dinner scenario of life is to understand your why. What do I mean? Your why, why you are here. Miss, sis, love, boss lady, however you want to be addressed, you are here for a purpose. Never ever forget that. You are here for a purpose and your purpose is comprised of two things, who you are and why you are here. I would love to dive into the why part today because I just can't get the little kids why out of my head. You know what? I want you to be the toddler. I want you to ask yourself every day, why? Why? Here is how it works. And I know this for sure because I've used it in my own life. Your why you are here literally depicts what you do well and putting that in place for others in the earth. Your why is literally connected to your who. Let me back up and explain. So who you are is literally wrapped up into a few things. I would always start with what is your name, what does it mean, and what you can do well. Okay? My name is Angela. It means messenger, bringer of truth. Totally fits into my brain, my personality, the way I act, the way I behave. Your name really does have a big significance. And here's how I know that. In the scripture, when Abraham was told that he would be the father of many nations, he didn't have any children. Like he and Sarah will live in the, you know, the couple's life. Don't have to worry about the kid talking about why, why, why. They were living their best life because they were carefree, no kids. And uh, he was told that he would be the father of many nations. And uh, on that vein, his name would change from Abram to Abraham. Abram 
It has a meaning, and that was his name at the time. But when he was told he would be the father of many nations, he was also told that his name would be changed to Abraham. So guess what Abraham means? Father of many. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So your name is very significant. So even though Abraham didn't have any kids at the time, his name being changed, just that dynamic, put him in position to do what he was on earth to do. To literally get into position to do on earth what he was created to do. So every time Sarah, which her name was changed to Sarah, every time she would call his name, she would say, Abraham, you ready for dinner? What she was really saying is, father of many nations, are you ready for dinner? No kids yet. But every time she called his name, it manifested who he was. Every time she called his name, it manifested the guy with kids that didn't have any kids yet. So name is very significant. Now, not only is your name significant to who you are, but in addition to that, what you do well is very significant to who you are. Now, I'm going to break down your abilities in two very distinct categories. Your abilities can be categorized by your gifts, which is something that you can do well that nobody ever had to teach you to do, or your abilities, something that you do well and you do it well because you learned how to do it over time. I like to describe gifts like presents on Christmas morning, ready to be unwrapped and used. You didn't do anything to get it. You didn't assemble it, it, you opened it up and you just started playing with it, right? That's what a gift is like. You were born with it. You were born knowing how to do it. Nobody had to teach you. Nobody had to guide you. You just kind of know it's innate. It's automatic, right? Those are the things I want you to tune into. What can I do well that nobody ever had to teach me? That's a gift. I never had to have anybody teach me how to sing. Three years old, I've had a mic in my hand since I was a child. I opened my mouth, something came out. Now, is it possible to better a gift, make it better? Of course, but the initial ability of a gift is not something that you have to learn how to do initially. It just happens. It comes out of your friend. It's just you. Like, are you that person that can step in an elevator and nobody's talking and you can feel the energy in the room and you just start talking to somebody and they start smiling and then everybody else in the elevator starts talking? Gift, honey. You have to gift to connect. Can you just put a mic in your hand and just sing like, all oh, the glory. You know, th that like, like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. It's just something you know how to do. Or can you just put something together real quick and uh, it's just A, B, C, D organized in place and you, you, and you weren't even stressed about it? Ability to organize and it's just the way your brain works, a gift. An ability is something that you can hone in over time. Like I taught for 18 years. I wasn't born knowing how to be a teacher. I was formally trained to be a teacher. But the beautiful part about this is, is that my gifts and my ability to teach, because I was trained to be a teacher, they coincided so well. What I mean by that is this. When I walked in the role of a teacher, I brought my gifts and matched it with my ability. So yes, I was formally trained 
to be a teacher with a bachelor's and then the master's in education. And then I received a master's in management and leadership and those technical skills, I used them, but my ability from my gifts totally supported that role as a teacher, like my ability to connect and motivate and inspire in the mornings before I had coffee, I'm jumping rope teaching kids multiplication facts. That is not something they trained me to do in college. That ability to connect and see kids and connect with them is literally called the gift of exhortation, which means the gift to exhort or the gift to motivate. I brought that to my role. So long story short, your abilities based on your gifts and your talents is who you are. And your why, you know that why, why, why that toddlers give you all the time? That is how you need to behave in your life so that every day is not a drive-through approach to life, but that somewhere in the middle, you can maybe slow down. And when you're overworked and overwhelmed and out of time and off-centered, you go back to your why. Why am I here? And when you just settle in that thought for a moment and you reconnect to, I am here because, and you think about that for a second, and then your mode of thinking and your disposition and your thought processes and your energy, it starts to slow down. It starts to slow down because when you're feeling overworked and overwhelmed and off-centered and distracted and all of these negative emotions, you're in that drive-through mentality mode. But when you start to reconnect with why you are here, when you're answering your why, it requires you to slow down and reconnect and recenter. And it works. It works. Every time you stop, Every time you stop and say, I am here because what that does is reposition your day because your mindset is repositioned. Now, if I'm feeling all these things coming at me, I'm recentered to why I'm here. I'm like, oh, so I don't have to answer that call just yet. Or, oh, so I don't have to send that email just yet. And, oh, so I can just block out my time because I know that I am here to help women live their best life. How do I do that? I do that through business. I do that through a phone call. I do that through a hug. I do that by smiling at somebody at the red light. When you recenter your mindset and your day around your why, it makes you happier. Underwhelmed. You know? Underwhelmed. Not overwhelmed, not overstimulated, not in a frenzy all of the time. So where does this fit in your life? Okay, so I can be honest with you. I know, I know you have the kids, you have a husband, you have family who always calling you for money. You have a business that you're trying to get off the ground. You have yourself that you just really have totally neglected. Your leisure life, your play life is like non-existent. I know all of it because I'm a girl too, right? And we all have those seven life areas that we have to focus on whether you really want to or not. Like every woman has seven target life areas. 
seven. So whether you acknowledge them or not, they are there. And I might add that when you don't acknowledge them, that's when you feel the most off balance. Because when you don't acknowledge a life area that's there, that neglected area of life brings a lot of unbalance and unsurety in your life. So all seven of your areas have to be acknowledged and all seven of your areas have to be attended to. That's when you feel like you're full of purpose. Like that's when you feel like your why in your life is strong. Speaking of strong, you are strong and you're stronger than you think. You just got to reconnect to your why. Why are you here, friend? Why are you here? All right, let's unpack that again because I want you to go through this process with me. I don't want you to think about dinner right now. I don't want you to think about the late email right now. I don't want you to think about anything right now but you. Why are you here? Where do we start? Who are you? What are your abilities? Those gifts that nobody had to teach you and those talents that you can do well that you learned over time. Remember, your why is literally taking who you are and putting it to work in the earth. Your why, friend, in a nutshell is taking who you are, who you are, and inserting that in the earth to help somebody else. Friend, when you are literally walking in your why, when you are literally walking in your why, when you are walking in your why, you feel more balance. You feel more sure purpose. Not you, Siri. Siri thought I was talking to her. But I'm talking to my friends, my boss ladies, my girls out there, because there's always going to be something that is going to try to take the place of what's most important in your life. And that is walking in your why, walking in your why. I am so super excited. So here's what I want you to do next. Here's your plan of action. At some point today, please try to do this today. But at some point today, I want you to get your favorite journal and I want you to put why and I want you to write why real big on the page, like why. And then underneath it, I want you to write why you are here. And every time you begin to feel overworked or off-centered, I want you to go back to your page and I want you to repeat it to yourself. And I want you to say, I am here to inspire. I am here to empower. I am here to blank. And then make sure that what you accomplish in your day contributes to that. You see, a lot of the times we navigate our days by the things that have to get done when we really should navigate our days by the why we're here. And how do you know the difference? Well, take the test. So when you look at your agenda or when you're scheduling your day, I want you to check off every single thing on your agenda or every single task that you have to do that day. And I want you to gauge it and compare it to your why statement. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. How many of what you have on your list actually contributes to why you're here? And I might say this as well. If the majority of what you have to do on your to-do list today doesn't contribute to your why, 
then you might need to reassess your schedule, friend. And that might be why you're always overwhelmed. And it might be why you're not feeling like yourself. Make sure that the majority of what you're doing in your daily life practices some way and somehow contributes to your why. Like there is absolutely unequivocally no doubt in my mind that at the sound of my voice, at the time that I'm recording this podcast, I am literally contributing to my why and I feel great about it. I feel purposeful. I feel on top of the world. I feel most like myself. I feel accomplished. I feel proud. I feel like me because my why is so strong and I'm doing my why right now by connecting with my girls, making sure your why, your why, your why, you know, like that Tyler, making sure it's evident in your life. That is my why. And I'm so super excited about it. All right. So there you have it. I am super excited to connect with you today. Thank you for joining me here today on PBNJ, the Purpose, Balance, and uh, Jesus podcast. I cannot wait to connect with you Next week, it is going to be an amazing episode. You do not want to miss it. I'm going to be talking all about when to say no. You definitely don't want to miss it. When to say no. You definitely do not want to miss next week's episode. So tell all your friends not to tell you no, even though I'm talking about when to say no. You know, just... It'll make sense in time. Just be here. And the last thing I want to say to you today is it's always good to have a little PB&J in your life. Bye, friends.